All right, folks, let's have ourselves a party. 50,000 subscribers, and maybe one day XRP is going to hit like 50,000 or something. Who knows? Not financial advice. Let's have a celebration, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today once again. It is 12-4-2022, and today we are celebrating 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me in this community. I was going back looking through the numbers. So we now have 356,000 between Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Incredible to see, and we have over 10.5 million views so far on YouTube as well. So that's been an absolute pleasure and a joy. But the thing that I'm most proud of is that we're at this point, we're at this level, just getting started but we haven't done any paid sponsorships, zero. And that's very critical and important to me as someone who has a lot of eyeballs, a lot of people listening, you, a lot of people here that trust me. I want you guys to know that I've never taken one dime for a paid sponsorship and I plan on continuing to do so. You know, We're just gonna keep it real with you guys. We got our business education program. I just am gonna be dropping my third edition, third installment of the business development program. After I get off this live session, I'm going to be making it available for the Discord group exclusively. And the Discord group is getting early access to the business development program before the uh, program gets released but um, they are going to have lifetime access to that as well. So as long as they're a Discord member, they will have at no additional charge the business development program as well. So including that for the Discord members, if you guys are trying to get in, uh, huge shout out to the Discord OGs. We've had the Discord group for nearly two years now as well. And so I just wanna say thank you to everyone out there that is supporting me, whether you're just smashing this video, giving us a thumbs up, sharing the content. If you've joined our community, if you're in on our group, having the discussions on another level, showing up to the after parties. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm so grateful for this community and how real we've been able to keep it. All the real ones that have, you know, uh, just the vibration here is of uh, real ones, no BS, straight to the point. How, how do we take care of our families, creating generational wealth during this great, fantastic opportunity? And uh, let's not get left behind. So thank you for Missy, the gifts, Hammer Time, the OGs in the house. God bless you all. God bless all the OGs in the house, Japan in the house. We got people from all over the world in our Discord group now. And, uh, you know, I see in the YouTube comments as well that you guys are tuning in all over the place as well. So 50,000 strong here on YouTube, 350,000 uh, total, just getting started and having a lot of fun doing so. So I just want to say thank you so much, guys. Whether you, like I said, like this video, you give us the little super chats. I see you guys always flexing in the super chats, and I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much. And then also, we just have our affiliate links down below. If you guys are looking to support the channel, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. And we are going to go into a full update for you guys. Current events, cryptocurrency, and the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Let's get right into it. God bless you all. Tonight, adult beverage, Modelo with a couple squirts, a couple squeezes of the fresh lime. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Let's take one sip. Cheers for making it here. Thank you, guys. All right, let's roll. Let's get right into it. Cryptocurrency and uh, 17,290 for our Bitcoin. I want to refresh this. Yeah, uh, 258. Yeah, 17,200. Market is back up today. Ethereum's up to nearly 1,300 and our XRP's at 39 cents, okay? So the market is moving back up. Let's watch this one closely. President Joe Biden sharing this news with us tonight. Gas prices have declined by an average of $1.60 a gallon over the past 
173 days and are now back to the levels they were at in early February. That's great news. Yeah, it sure is. Thank you, Joe, for dumping our strategic petroleum reserves and completely uh, decimating that supply that is meant for emergencies, crisis, and war. Thank you. Uh, and, and so this is just the mockery. This is just the joke. And if you don't have a plan, you're going to get completely left behind. Joe Biden talking to us like we are the stupidest people. You know, this is great news. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks for chiming in, Joe. Uh, hope he's doing all right there in the D.C. swamp. Okay, let's let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. Here we go. Autism Capital, please confirm a user claims that they have spotted Caroline Ellison at Ground Support Coffee on West Broad in Soho, Manhattan. This was at 8.15 a.m. this morning. This would mean she is not in Hong Kong and is in New York, not in custody. They tweet out an hour later. The general consensus is that Caroline Ellison is likely in New York cutting a deal and cooperating Excuse me, with SDNY, which is the Southern District of New York, prosecutors to roll on Sam. Yep. And so it looks like guys, it looks like this situation, you know, Sam Bankman fried in the, in the Twitter spaces that Kim.com had, he didn't really want to answer, I guess, or have anything to say to Caroline Ellison. I didn't listen to the full Twitter space. I've kind of been avoiding the drama, but what, why I'm even sharing this with you guys is I just think it's amazing that we're spotting them in the streets. And remember, we were told, right, that these people wouldn't be able to walk the streets once all this corruption got exposed, not only in our government, but in bad actors like this. They wouldn't even be able to walk the streets. But here we have these guys obviously must be cooperating with somebody because Sam Bankman fried hasn't been arrested. Carolyn Ellison hanging out in New York, getting uh, her bagel and coffee or whatever she's doing. Right. So but the beautiful thing is we don't need government to protect us. We're going to do our own research. We're going to look into all these people. And together, the community, the Twitter sleuths included, spotting all these people out in the streets. I love to see it. And we're going to hold them accountable, right? And we know that we didn't invest in those programs. And thank God we didn't. Absolutely a complete failure. And uh, Linda P. Jones just shared this thread. And it's an incredible thread on the FTX situation, how they were trying to monopolize uh, not only trading for cryptocurrencies, but for stocks as well. Check this one out here from Linda P. Jones. Huge shout out. FTX had a master plan. They were in the middle of implementing the big takeover. Having worked at Jane Street, SBF saw how payment for order flow uh, is a license to charge a toll to everyone buying stocks. Like a toll bridge to cross, you must pay. You redirect the trade orders for stocks to all your toll booths and collect guaranteed profits without any risk. Ken Griffin, CEO of Citadel, admitted under oath during congressional testimony that currently 40% of all stock trades go through Citadel. This is all tied back into that big short, the, the GameStop short squeeze and all of that that was getting exposed right there, right? Continuing on, SBF bought part ownership in Robinhood, a firm that makes 80% from PFOP, that's uh, pay for order flow, through Citadel. Citadel own, owns a large chunk of that, right? His plan was to put Robinhood out of business and control payments for order, payments for order flow for stocks and crypto markets. Last spring, when I tweeted that SBF was going to bring PFOF to crypto, CNBC came on several minutes later denying that SBF was going to use PFOF. They said he would be doing the trades for free. They had to cover for him until he could gain market share and then turn on PFOF, which is 
uh, pay for order flow, right? Businesses don't operate for free, at least not very long if they do. Sam and his partners were planning to take over all stock and crypto trading and make guaranteed profits with PFOF, a license to print from all trades, the Everything Financial app. Their partners joined without doing any due diligence or looking at any FTX financials. With F SFB making massive political donations, they gave themselves cover. It was a done deal. The partners wanted in. But Sam and Caroline were careless. They used customer funds, made bad trades, and got themselves in financial trouble when markets collapsed. They needed liquidity. They approached people for funds. When CZ went public, that there was no deal and a run on FTX started game over. And I thought that was a great way to summarize what has happened here with FTX, what happened with Sam Bankman-Fried, Caroline, why uh, they were just so greedy, right? They had the perfect opportunity, right? They had all of this uh, opportunity uh, to, to basically corner the market, but Sam just couldn't help himself. He had to go trade the customer funds. He had to go use all this money that they were raising to go gamble, right? And JJ, thank you for the two spot. I see that happy 50,000 day pimp. Looking good, G. JJ, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for all the super chats. Yeah, and, and, and so once again, the SBF drama, all this FTX drama, thank God we weren't involved. We weren't invested. I do have sympathy for those that were. Hopefully they can get something. They'll never be covered 100%, but hopefully they can get something back out of this. But nonetheless, obviously, Caroline and Sam, right, were about to corner this whole deal trying to get it done. But other people within the space, CZ and others, uh, basically uh, attacked uh, FTX and, and collapsed the whole thing, right? There's a whole power play, a whole power struggle underway right now in the cryptocurrency space. And Sam Bankman-Fried, as we talked about, chosen little puppet boy to run the FTX cabal exchange. It's a very simple situation. Let's continue on. Gold Telegraph, a former SEC official called Tether a house of cards. Speculate accordingly. Remember the investigative thread from last year on Tether? Blowing unregulated, unregulated air into a bubble creates an atmosphere full of criminals, Wild West style. So we've been on the Tether issue for basically the full two years that we've been talking about this situation and how Tether was being used to prop up the whole space, especially Bitcoin. Eventually, we had to figure out where their reserves was at, what they were backing their Tether dollar by, and we still haven't seen it. And we know through previous settlement that they are already proven to be a deceptive and a fraudulent scheme by the New York Attorney General out of the same Southern District of New York right there where uh, Caroline is probably cutting deals right now with them ratting out on Sam Bankman Freed, right? So interesting how that, that occurs. And uh, right here, as we've been continuing to say, Tether's going to be the final domino. We don't trust any of these exchanges. Be careful. Their liquidity is already very, very dried up after FTX collapsed. Go look at the Bitcoin volume after FTX collapsed, guys. It's completely dropped. It's completely fallen off. And obviously, that, that that's part of what's brought us to new fresh lows. And I don't think that the bottom is in yet. But at the end of this session, I'm going to show you guys a next key date where I'm looking for the market to really roll over. Obviously, we're getting a little, little bit of a fake out pump, a little bull trap rally right now, as they usually do before we'll get a move back down to the downside. And I'm going to give you guys the exact date time frame where I'm expecting that move to happen here at the end of this show. Let's keep it rolling, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, so the next one here, we need to talk about this. Crypto.com app suspends BEP20 deposits with BNB chain. 
The moving signals what appears to be a growing trend of platforms moving away from BUSD and BNB chain deposits. So basically now you have a whole bunch of other people in the space that are leaving Binance. You guys have probably hopefully pulled of your extra funds, your long-term holdings off of Binance, right? And all of the other exchanges because we don't trust anyone. And we know that CZ is tied up in this conspiracy in this power struggle. So we don't want to get caught up in that mess. Right? We just want to stack utility cryptocurrencies that are going to actually run the new financial system and skirt all of this chaos. Right, We're just going to drive right around that. Okay, that's That's been our plan, and it's been working pretty well so far. Right, And as I said, I was shorting the hell out of Bitcoin. I made 100% with my trading bag shorting Bitcoin over the last four months, exclusively Bitcoin shorts. And I would still be doing it. I would still be trading this market if I trusted anybody to have real liquidity and if I trusted anybody to actually execute my trades. But I don't. Right. So I'm just going to take my money. I took my XRP and ran is what I did. I, I, I grew my trading bag 100% cashed all the XRP, got the XRP the hell off the exchange. God bless. Thank you, God, for allowing me to do so before this crypto liquidity crisis spreads even further. Bill Ackman, the problem with the current state of crypto custody is that the custodians do not need to commit fraud for all of your assets to be wiped out due to the failure of custodian uh, of the custodian. Crypto can't materially advance as a business tool or an asset class until custody is fixed. Now, he has a point there, but Brian Armstrong chimes in, says that's not the case with Coinbase and many of the other custodians. Yeah, well, for us, yeah, we just like to take that in. We don't want to trust any third party, whether Coinbase, Brian Armstrong is actually backing and actually holds our cryptocurrencies, hopefully in some cold storage wallets, hopefully offline, right? away from hackers we would hope so but then we also have to ask brian armstrong where is our songbird xrp holders who had their xrp on coinbase have not yet received their songbird and are we going to receive our flare spark tokens why have you not answered this issue this is important this is important to a lot of xrp holders and a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space and we need to know what's going on with these airdrops like you know uh, and it goes to show that we could have averted this. See, see, I'm willing to take that blame. I'm willing to hold myself accountable. If I had been self-custodying those assets, that XRP that I had on Coinbase at the time of the snapshot, I wouldn't be dealing with this, right? I would have already, you know, received my Songbird tokens. So, okay, we're going to hold ourselves accountable and learn from that. But also, you know, the rest of the XRP community, we're just sitting here like, Brian, what's up with our Songbird? What's going to happen with Flare and Spark? Hugo Philly on the CEO of Flare just said that on January 9th, Spark tokens should be dropping. You know, you know, the launch of the Spark token in the Flare network. We're super excited for Flare, but are we ever going to get our tokens? You know, I, I, I truly believe that Brian and team is going to come through later on, but they can't yet announce it because of the SEC Ripple lawsuit. Uh, so maybe we're going to see that case settle up and then will be distributed our Songbird and our Flare tokens, our Spark tokens, or you know the settlement's not gonna happen until later next year, and hopefully, eventually, Coinbase and Brian Armstrong does give us our Songbird, but I will be here shouting from the, roo from the rooftop, from the mountain, Brian Armstrong, where is our Songbird, until we at least get an answer from them, like just tell us, oh, we're, we're basically keeping it for ourselves, thank you very much, because they could, you know, they, they are going to be distributed to our wallets, and I haven't seen the recent uh, update from Hugon as far as is the exchanges going to be receiving that Flare Spark, uh, whether or not they've confirmed, uh, you know, whether or not they're going to be distributing it. I don't know what Hugo and the, the team at Flare is doing with that. For me, it's just kind of the cherry on top. I believe 100% in XRP, but Flare, we believe, is going to be massive. And just think, 
however much XRP you held at the time of that snapshot, you're going to be receiving all that flare, which is just free. It's just a little gift uh, from the community here, right? And I think that this is XRP is going to be the gift that keeps on giving as we uh, are going to have more airdrops, actually, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, but we got to figure out the custodian uh, and maybe we should call up our friends at PolySign. Institutional grade custody, we know they're moving ahead with it. BitBoy Crypto, the new drama from BitBoy. Before I get into that, I see we got some super chats in the house. Angel XRP with the 10 spot, congrats. Keep up the great work, Angel XRP. I appreciate the support. Thank you so much. Thank you, God bless you. Uh, we have Dev Wooves with a Canadian funny money, 15 spot. Congrats on 50,000 subs, brother. Is XDC a solid purchase too? I ain't taking no chances this pandemic has taught me that financial and spiritual freedom is key to maneuver throughout the matrix. Absolutely. We are big fans of XDC, big time utility, trade finance, a $19 trillion issue. And enterprise grade, enterprise grade solutions are what we're looking for. Trillion dollar problems is what we're looking to invest in. And companies like XDC are at the forefront of solving those, working with some of the biggest players in the space. We know that they have uh, been, been working. R3 Corda is uh, using XDC right now. R3 is blockchain agnostic. They originally started with XRP. Then now their they're kind of native token kind of is XDC, although they still are a blockchain agnostic platform. But you're seeing big partnerships like that. R3 Corda, I mean, come on, that's massive. And XDC, big part of that. And they're doing a lot of good things over there. And we had Quincy Jones, developer at Zinfin, on our show in August back last year. Incredible session. If you haven't already, go check that out. XDC. Well, just look in Quincy Jones, Zach Rector, pull it up and you can listen. We have a full discussion on XRP, utility cryptocurrencies, and XDC, what Zenfin's working on as well. That was a while ago, still relevant today if you haven't checked it out already. But yeah, XDC is a big deal for us. I currently, at the time of this holding, actually don't hold any XDC, but I am looking to move on and I'll let you guys know when I do that. I'm actually... I'm going to talk about it at the end of the show about how we're close, I think, to the next move to the downside. And I'm going to see how much I can allocate back into the space. Um, like I said, uh, mostly you guys already know where I'm at right now, mostly cash on the sidelines waiting and looking to move on real estate because that's the where I'm at in life. But I do want to get back my bag of XDC and I want to get back some of my other uh, cryptocurrencies that I held like IOTA. Algorand. There's a few others that I'm going to be picking up, maybe some quant, but I haven't been anxious because I understand the fundamentals of this market. And so I've just been waiting. Uh, I, I don't think that the bottom is in. And I still think that I'm going to have at least one more opportunity to buy on the low. I'll see how much uh, funds I want to allocate to that at the time. But yeah, I definitely am looking to add back to my XDC bag. So thank you. That was a great question. Oh, and by the way, Dev Wu's, uh, XDC deep dive is going to be coming here soon as well. Probably going to get that out in December as well. And I'm really looking forward to dropping that one for you guys because I know a lot of you guys want more information on XDC. So the next deep dive for the community is going to be XDC. Okay. Uh, Fiji, thank you for the 10 spot. You're always throwing it down. Fiji, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Drag dubs five spot. Coinbase is hot trash and always intervenes when it shouldn't be doing so. Coinbase delisting XLM XRP is enough for me to buy as much as possible. It, you know, and that's the thing, right? Getting rid of Coinbase wallet. Uh, I, I see, you know, the influencers hop on any opportunity to hate on XRP. Some of these guys, they hop on any opportunity to hate on XRP. 
and they say, oh, this is once again showing why XRP is not getting adoption, why this is so bad for XRP. And it's like, no, this proves our whole damn point. The XRP wasn't meant for us. We, it doesn't matter that Coinbase wallet isn't going to allow us to hold our XRP. We shouldn't be using Coinbase wallet anyways, right? And we have the ability to self-custody our assets that we know are going to run the new financial system. And they're meant to be in the hands of institutional uh, on-demand liquidity, like, like market maker providers. That's who is supposed to have XRP, not Joe Blow Doofus Moron here holding our little bags of XRP. So, and that just proves it delisting it, making it difficult for us to buy it, Coinbase wallet not supporting it for whatever reason, right? I mean, I mean, how hard can that be? Just eliminating a few things of code so that, you know, you can make that statement? Like, like what does that even mean, right? You, you deleted a few pieces of code and now XRP is not available on the Coinbase wallet? It's like, okay, thanks for giving me more incentive not to use Coinbase, a centralized exchange that we know uh, it, it, it cannot be trusted cannot be trusted yeah okay uh thank you for all the super chats guys i do appreciate the support tonight as we celebrate fifty thousand subscribers thank you guys thank you so much now bitboy crypto the most recent drama from bitboy crypto here we go i got a letter from the sec can't wait to talk about it everyone is laughing at you gary gensler as soon as lawyer takes a look we will talk it's hilarious Sam Witt met with Gary for six months. Our bill takes away the power from the SEC over crypto. Coincidence? Well, you know, I, I would say, yeah, uh, we're interested to see what bill BitBoy Crypto is working on. But nonetheless, uh, from our understanding of the law as it stands and of the nature of XRP and some of these other digital assets, they do not meet the definition of a security. So uh, they, they, they d definitely don't have jurisdiction over digital currencies and digital assets like XRP that are completely decentralized are nowhere near a securities offering. We've seen in the reply briefs that they weren't able to meet any of the prongs of the Howey test and you need all of them to actually have it as a security, but they weren't even able to meet really any of them. So interested here to see this week, we might get some further breakthroughs in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. So we're gonna have to watch out for that one. Uh, but it's good to finally see some breakthroughs. We got the reply briefs to summary judgment. Obviously, excuse me, it's been a long time coming and we're still watching this thing unfold. But it's great to at least see the end is in sight for that lawsuit. 714, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Two spot, thank you. Okay. Uh BitBoy Crypto. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now though. Uh Ben. Man, um there was things that went on in the space, and I can't speak on Ben, I can't speak on BitBoy Crypto and what his operations were doing. Uh, he he actually just got called out for getting paid for some project. Um, and I just recently saw that he's actually going to be paying uh, the amount of money that he was given for that promotion or whatever, whatever, right? So he's making that one right, I guess. But I'm here to say, and a lot of these guys should be worried because they most definitely engaged in promoting an unregistered security. And it most definitely is going to come under the jurisdiction of the SEC. And you bet that the IRS is going to be hot on their ass too. As far as the legality, constitutionality, and have they overstepped their bounds? Absolutely. They've overstepped the law. Gary Gensler, yeah, needs, I mean, he is a joke. Yes, absolutely. We call him good guy Gary uh, because he's a little good guy for the banksters. We understand that, right? But... A lot of the a lot of the guys, a lot of the shills did engage 
in promoting unregistered securities offering. And the SEC and the IRS are going to be hot on their case. Look at the Hex influencers. I heard that they just had the FBI knocking at their door. Now, think, think about that situation, guys. I mean, I was just looking. Hex had to send, part of their promotion scheme was sending postcards to rich neighborhoods. It's like what somebody would do in a service business, right? You're sending postcards to all the rich neighborhoods, right? Get a little bit of work, drum up some work. I understand that hustle. I, I get it. But think of how pathetic that is compared to the way that Ripple's been operating, the way that some of these other you know companies that we we, we like to invest in have been operating. The, the two different realities, right? An influencer like myself who hasn't done any paid promotion versus these guys that that was their whole damn business model. And, and we know how that program's working out. Good luck, God bless. We know it's already been failing for you guys and we're trying to keep the lights on there at your business, right? Yeah, that's that's not good. And oh, why, by the way, yeah, the SEC and the IRS are hot on your case and now they're serving letters to the Hex influencers. You know, that was that was one of the Hex influencers, I guess, that had you know gotten a, gotten a letter is he was the postcard guy. And it's just like, man, uh, from a very simple understanding of the securities law and, and and promoting Ponzi schemes, you guys definitely check all the boxes. I'm sorry, whether you guys are good guys or not, or you know that whatever it was all. Uh, I, I mean, I have no, I don't think there's any excuse for some of the downright rug pulls in the shilling that happened, right? But nonetheless. The SEC, the law is the law with the Howey test and all that. Their power needs to be reined back in. So I'm with Ben. I'm with everyone as far as that needs to be reined back in. But as far as the deals that were going on behind the scenes, we warned about it. <laughs> we warned about it. And, I mean, we avoided all of it. You know, we can say that with 100%. My hand on the Bible. <laughs> no paid sponsorships ever. Period. Let's continue on, though. Continue on. Speaking of, oh God, see, and, and this rolls us right into the next topic, talking about shilling, talking about pushing projects. I see that we're still pumping projects on the XRP ledger. Meme tokens on the XRP ledger, we're still pumping them. AR, thank you for the super chat. Zach, the corrector of FUD, God bless you all. I like that one, AR, I like that one a lot. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, the corrector of FUD, yeah. I just want to give clarity and, and, and cut through the BS, but this is the most recent one. What's the deal with XRPayNet? This was asked by Spiritual Headline Hunter. And uh, this guy right here says, we've been pumping, that's what's up. And so, yes, we do have fat green candles. XRP PayNet up 600% in the last month. Okay, in one month, a 6X for XRP pay, or XRPayNet is how you pronounce it. Now, I wanted to go take a look. And by the way, I'm going to be dropping a, I'm not going to do a deep dive. It's not worthy of a deep dive, but I'm going to give you guys um, a little bit further thoughts and I'm going to do a little bit more research and I'll give you guys a full dedicated video to XRPayNet because it's been so popular. But the reason why I'm covering this tonight is because if you've made profits on this coin, you better be ready. I'm not here to give you financial advice, but you better be ready because this thing's going to roll over like a son of a gun. Let me tell you right now, I've seen this situation before and it plays out the same way every damn time let's go through the basic numbers they don't i'm not going to do a deep dive and i'd be open to having the guy on their show and maybe i'll have the team reach out you guys know me i will give everyone an opportunity i will give everyone an opportunity in the benefit of the doubt 
But I'm just saying right now, I'm about to go in and, and research this project more in depth and look at the people behind it because that's a big part of it. But I'm going to show you guys a few things that initially got me a little weary on this one. Check it out. Okay. Let's take this look here at coin market cap. Now, this is their self-reported market cap is at 34 million right now. So this is what the, what the kids would call as a low cap gem. That's what they would call it. 34 million, right? So very low market cap. The self-reported circulating supply is 4.45 billion and the max supply is 50 billion. Okay, let's stop right there. Immediately, red flag. There is less than 10% of the supply out. Uh, I mean, immediately for me, that's probably a pass. I'm going to go in though, and I'm going to look at the tokenomics. I'm going to look at the release schedule. How do these come into circulation? What is the plan for the rest of this 45 billion or you know, 45 billion give or, give or take uh, XRP net tokens? What's the plan for that? But at the time of this recording, there's less than 10% of the supply is out. But what happened? It has a good story. They got a good, a, a good little pitch. They went to Ripple Swell Conference. Somehow they got an invite to Ripple Swell. They snuck in the back door. Or I guess they were invited. Okay. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And the coin is pumped and been pumped by a lot of influencers within the XRP community. Another red flag goes off right away. When I see multiple in the community start pushing it, start pushing this thing, and I'm telling you guys, it has a good narrative. The influencers start pushing it. And then the final one that gets everyone excited, they just introduce staking. Okay. And so I'm going, before I speak any further on this project, I'm going to look into it further. I'm going to look into it. And like I said, I'm not here to give you financial advice. And I'll look at maybe getting someone from the team on so I can understand the situation further. But we're going to do a full examination of this project. But initial for me, from an investment, I'm good for right now. And if I was in it, if I did have profits, I would consider an exit strategy at this time. And uh, let's take a look at why I am saying that. Let's scroll on down. I pulled up the all-time chart. This coin came out earlier this year, or at least started getting reported on CoinMarketCap earlier this year. And the all-time high was one and a half cents in July, okay? So early July, about July 6th, is when it reached an all-time high, and that was one and a half cents. And so right now, we are back about halfway there to that previous all-time high. And the third, the, like I said, the third red flag for me was seeing the influencers push this thing. That's what gets me worried, because they get used to push these projects so that you can be the exit liquidity. Once again, what we need to understand is where is all of those tokens and what's the plan for the rest of those tokens? Because I'll tell you how these deals go. These projects will offer influencers huge amounts of the token to come into a partnership, to join the team, to do a deal. Whatever that deal may be, at the end of the day, it's promoting the project and the compensation if it's not cash, which for a lot of them, it's not cash because they don't got much cash. They've created a bunch of tokens. In this case, they have 50 billion tokens and less than 10% of the supply is out. Pass for me. I mean, I'm already late. 
It's already moved back up. It's halfway back to its all-time high in the middle of a bear market. And we've seen this story play out. So I just wanted to put out a, a, a big warning on this project right now. But I am going to be looking into it further and I'll see what it's about. But you know me. I don't give, I don't, I don't really care about the, the cute story is nice. If you got a slick salesman that can give me a nice pitch, that's nice. But who's behind the project and who's sitting down across the table from you signing deals, real deals, not photo ops, not speaker fireside chats, real deals to use the token. And where the hell, what's the plan for the rest of those tokens? Okay. So I'm putting that out, I'm putting that disclaimer out on this token right now, and I'm not giving you guys financial advice, but be careful with these. The XRP ledger tokens are still getting pumped and dumped. But Will Crypto Insight says my base case is still as prevalent today as it has been over the years. XRP is the best best risk reward asset in crypto right now, and I'd have to agree with them. When I look at all this situation right now, it's still to this day for me, not financial advice. But the way that I'm investing, the way that I've allocated my funds, it is still the best risk to reward. XR, uh, XLM is a close two behind that. Okay. Now we're going to get into some fun ones. I got some fun ones here to cover for you guys. Here we go. Thank you so much. If you guys haven't already, please smash the thumbs up. And please, if you can, share this content. Let everyone know that the party is still going on. We're going to be getting it for a while here tonight. 50,000 subscriber celebration. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. Thank you. God bless you all. Okay. Next one. Mark Phillips. Not new, but still relevant. At 2019 Harvard War Game, Gensler said, quote, We have been leapfrogged by digital Chinese currency. We need to move the Federal Reserve into the modern era. Right. So back in 2019, Harvard conducted a war game and Gary Gensler specifically mentioned that a, a specific country was getting ahead of us in regards to digital currencies. Right. And then we need to move the Federal Reserve into the modern era. But then they go ahead and they decide to sue Ripple shortly thereafter. Right. Just one year after that. That's when the lawsuit against Ripple drops in December of 2020, coming up on the two-year anniversary of this lawsuit. Now, check out, and let's listen to this one. This is going to be, uh, this was Nino, David Rodriguez, and then I don't know who this gentleman was that he had on his show, but I want you guys to listen to this clip. This is a lot of what we've been talking about, but I want you guys to listen to this clip right here. He's talking about Swift and the Banksters sued Ripple in order to buy time to develop their own Ripple XRP knockoff. Let's check out this clip here real quick. This is a good one. Another frivolous lawsuit of Ripple Labs by the U.S. government. It's, David, just to slow them down. When, They're when just the, kicking the can down the road. They're just slowing the pace. Because... Because the banksters are not ready. And I'm, not gonna ready. Make a, I'm gonna make a bold comment and it's just in my own vernacular. The banksters are good at fraud and murder. They're not good at software engineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, there are lots of precedents like Neil Keenan was murdered and replaced. He was uh, all about the old bonds the gold-backed bonds, uh, they murder people left and right. They actually murdered somebody, a source of mine, they murdered 
a close friend of his in Europe, and it really shook up my friend. Um, the banksters sued XRP and Ripple Labs in order to buy time, not so much to hold them back as to, well, it's two motives. One, to hold back the development of the Ripple Labs, but it didn't work because they're still working. And the, the other motive is to buy time in order for the banksters to develop something in a similar manner with the intellectual property so that they can match Ripple and say, we've got our own Ripple. We don't need your Ripple, but they failed. And now they're saying, we need your Ripple. We're going to make a deal with you. We're going to have a timetable. We're going to have a schedule. It's going to be 18 to 24 months. We've got a span of time and it is our accord. It's proof that the banksters failed in developing a similar system to XRP and the same thing happened with Reggie Middleton. They failed in developing the building blocks for the digital financial structures that include banks and bond markets and stock market. It's the whole world. Right. And who did we just have on our show recently, right? Reggie Middleton. And we talked about his DeFi patent and just further proof. And we said, Reggie, we hope we, you know, may, may God be with you. May God protect you, brother, because what he's doing is so disruptive to that current banking system. Having the patent for DeFi was so critical. I don't know how far he's going to be able to go with it, but I appreciate and, and once again, I would rather a guy like Reggie Middleton have this power and, and, and own the rights to this technology versus the banksters. And that's important. But then in this case with Ripple XRP, I want to make a quick point here that he said, it's still working. It's still growing record on demand liquidity growth. They cannot stop it. Nothing can stop what is coming. So although they tried to stall Ripple XRP and they tried to create their own JP Morgan token, right? No one's accepting it. No one trusts JP Morgan. They just got proven in, in, in a federal court. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. They just got proven in a federal court here that they're rigging the precious metals market. So nobody trusts JP Morgan, right? And, and that is never going to work. One bank's token is never going to work. You need an open source permissionless token that is trustless. Yeah. And right, like, like this guy's saying right here, they, they had to stall Ripple versus XRP, right? They had to stall this thing up. They had to try to come up with their own solutions. We are not getting any straight answers. And it's something that is never talked about. The mainstream media won't even touch this. And so think about that. And, and I wanted to say that back in regards to XRPNet. Remember that. This token's pumping, right? With only so few people even knowing about it, right? So think about that. Think about the incentives that some of these guys have to generate and build up some extra liquidity for themselves so they can pump and dump at one time. Just be careful with tokens on the XRP ledger right now and XLM as well. They're building meme tokens. They're building coins like this on both ledgers. They're pumping and dumping you guys. Same thing happened with all the lobster scams. And uh, you got to be careful out here right now, right? Stay focused. The main asset that's caught up in the lawsuit that they don't want us to own is our XRP, is our XLM. And I think a lot of people are being, one, misled, right? They're being fudded out because this is scary, right? So many people see this and they go, okay, I'm not even going to touch it. Or it's not easy enough to buy it. I'm just not even going to take the, the extra steps to download an exchange that will actually let me buy this token since it's just not listed on Coinbase or wherever I do the rest of my trading, right? And we are so close to having the major breakthrough in this lawsuit. This case will be over 
and you can already see that the tides have changed. We are reset, resetting, revaluating, revaluing, and reestablishing a new currency order, a new monetary order, right? And the Federal Reserve is in serious trouble. Without digital assets like XRP, right? Who trusts the Fed at this point? Right. Who's going to trust the United States after we now see that they're freezing and shutting down Russian assets? Right. This is the whole reason why all these countries are dropping the bonds, dropping the U.S. dollar. They're no longer doing the trade deals and why the BRICS alliance continues to grow. It's no longer just the BRICS nations. It's the BRICS plus, plus, plus. And it's anybody else that has common sense to figure out that these guys are not coming to do a deal that is. beneficial to both sides to both sides of the transaction and this guy he mentioned something i almost didn't play this clip because he mentioned what they're really about he mentioned what they're really good at i almost didn't play this clip because of that right but but this is what we're up against this is very important now let's get a quick market update let's look at where this thing could go here in the short term take a look here what we have is the december full moon the full cold moon Rises on the night of Wednesday, December 7th. So let's watch this one closely, guys. We saw what happened on the full blood moon last month. We were able to perfectly call that lunar eclipse, full blood moon. I mean, it was perfect on the day of the election. And we see the sacrifice of FTX was the the actor that fell. And now here we are a month later, okay? We've gotten a little bit of recovery back up to 17,000 just recently. But I am looking for another major move back down to the downside. And I want to give you guys the alert that I think it's going to happen very quickly. So so be ready. If you are trying to buy your assets, right, you're going to have to load up some money. You're going to have to have some funds ready. You're going to have to have your account linked on these exchanges. You're going to have to put up a little bit of a, a risk to be able to buy these assets, but have them ready to go because I think it's gonna happen really quick. So you're gonna to wanna to set your limit orders. If you're trying to buy XRP back down at 30 cents or, you know, I, I still think that Bitcoin's gonna set a new low. So right now we're at 15,500 is about the most recent low. I think that we're gonna beat that. We're gonna, we're gonna go through that. And so, you know, Bitcoin back, going back down to those levels, we could see XRP definitely going back down to about the 30 cent level, but it's gonna happen so damn quick. And these exchanges aren't our friend and we cannot trust them to be always executing on our trades. We gotta basically have our funds loaded up, set our limit orders and pray. And then when we're able to acquire the assets, then we gotta get them the hell off the exchanges. That's the game plan that I'm sticking to. If you guys are getting uh, looking to get your wallets or anything, I do have a couple linked on down below. We have the link for the precious metals down below if you're looking to roll over your 401k retirement account over to precious metals. My partners will help you do that, okay? And like I said, I appreciate everyone who decides to join our program, invest in themselves. After this session is over, I'm going to be dropping the third installment of my business development program for the Discord community. Like I said, they're getting the business development program as it gets released, included in the Discord membership. You can still get early access to that. The business development program is an ongoing project, and it will always be included with your Discord membership. Okay? With that being said, guys, let's get into the celebration. I got my cold adult beverage. I'm enjoying the show. Let me know what you guys are working with down below in the comments. And if you haven't already, please do your boy a favor, smash that thumbs up and let's have ourselves a party. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, 
and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.